0: for the Pittsburgh Pirates leading off will be Matty Alou in center field first baseman Carl Taylor will be batting second third man in the order the friend of everyone out in the swimming pool Willie Stargell in left field Bob Clemente will be batting clean up tonight and playing right field Richie Hebner the shortstop the third baseman will be batting fifth followed by Manny Sanguin and the catcher Gene Alley at second base will be batting seventh Freddie Potec the shortstop bats eighth and Jim Bunning eight and six in the year, will be batting ninth. For the Expos, the lineup goes like this. Phillips, Hermoso, Staub, Jones, Klein, Laboy, Brand, Wine, and Reed. Dave, as we go through the play-by-play broadcast, we'll be reading that lineup out to you once again. The umpires got the jump on us, starting the ball game just a little early, and that's why we haven't had the time to really give you time to mark down the starting lineups. But uh, just listen to Dave, and as he goes through the starting lineups, you can jot them down. Well, the starting pitcher for the Expos, Howie Reed, is completing his pregame warm-up pitches. The first man he'll face is Matty Alou. And Matty Alou has been the thorn in the side of the Expos all through this series, as he has been in the sides of many of the ball clubs in the National League this year, since Matty Alou is right up near the top in batting in the National League. That X-Ball outfield has so Phillips in center,
1: <laughs>
0: Mack Jones in left field, and Rusty Staub in right. That's Philip in center field for the Expos. Matty Alou, who's taken over once again, first place in the National League in batting. Alou batting 354. First pitch taken by Matty. Strike call. 0 and 1, and the game is underway here at Jarry Park. Back, Jones, and left. Phillips in center. Staub and right. The pitch. Swung on. Ripped foul. Out of play. Way down to the right. A line drive into the seats. Nothing in two to Alou. Ty Klein at first base. Angel Hermoso at second. Bobby Wine at short. And Coco, the boy, at third. Ron Bryan, the catcher. After Alou, Taylor, then Stargell. Here's the 0-2 pitch to Matty. Swung on and tapped to the right side. Up with it, Hermoso. Throw to first. The Lou is out of there. That's one away. Carl
1: Taylor,
0: hitting 351. He's got 34 hits and 97 at bats. Three doubles, a triple, three home runs, 100, uh, rather 19 RBIs. Right. here's how he's wind up They're just taken on the outside corner and a strike called oh and one Howie Reed's been very strong in just about all of his performances for the expo since coming up from vancouver the pacific coast lake the 0-1 to taylor is swung on fly ball deep right center phillips getting back there in a hurry he's got it Willie Sargell. Sargell hit a ball here last night into the swimming pool over the right field wall that all of Montreal is still talking about. That the Pirates' comeback in the eighth inning. Stargell, left-hand hitter, now batting 348, is ahead of Cleon Jones and behind Alou in the National League standing. The pitch to Stargell, down low in the dirt, ball one. Willie's 348 average, two percentage points better than Cleon Jones of the Mets. Here's Howie's windup, the 1-0 to Stargell. Taken high and outside, ball two, two balls and nothing. Wonder, all deep and around to the right. Yes, Russ. I wonder if Rusty stops going to put on his swimming trunks. Well, I'll tell you, he did the backstroke as far as he could go last night. Swung on and missed the strike. Two balls, one strike. Rusty just a couple of steps off the warning track in right field. Phillips is way around in the right center power alley and deep. Now he's wind up, the 2-1 pitch. Swung on and missed, strike two. Two balls, two strikes. Two outs and nobody on. The way you got a pitch to Stargell, too, you get behind on him, you're in trouble. The 2-2. Swung on, line drive, right field, into the gap, right between Staub and Phillips, bounces over the fence on one hop, a ground rule double for Willie Stargell. Stargell laced that ball, between Staub and Phillips. Now we told you how far Adolfo was pulled over and both were playing deep but that ball was hit so hard it got out there in a hurry and went over the right field fence on one hop just to the right to the center field side of the 368 foot side. The star is at second. First hit of the ball game. Roberto Clemente the batter. Clemente is hitting 336. Right hand hitter. in the top of the first and two outs. They're playing Clemente about the same way they played Sargell. Reed's pitch. Roberto let it go low and outside. Ball one. Clemente's driven in 59 runs. He leads the club in that department. Tied with Stargell in the home run department which they've both got 13. 1-0 to Clemente. swung on, and this one rolled to the left side. LeBoy charging up with it. And let's see, was it a foul ball at the plate? No, it was not. Howie he Reed he was looking down to the plate umpire, hoping that maybe there's been fouled at the plate, but it's a base hit. LeBoy charged in on that ball, came up with it, but made no play. As a base hit for Clemente, It moves Chargell to third. Rich. Richie Hebner is the batter. He's a left hand hitter hitting 312. But well, these Pirates. Stargel, 348, Alou, 354, Taylor, 351, Clemente, 336, 3 346, Hebner, 312. Two outs and the corners are covered. Here's the pitch to Hebner. Taken for a strike. All in 1. He was swinging away on that ball that he hit, and it just dribbled up the third base side on the grass. The stretch, the 0 1 pitch. Swung on and popped up. Near the plate, Brand off of the mask waiting. First baseman flying asks for it. They pump. Well, who's got it? Brand and Klein converged on that ball. Ron Brand came up with it. Foul territory just to the right side of the plate. Hector is out of there, and that's all for the Pirates. No runs, two hits, no errors, to left. The score, Pittsburgh nothing. The Expos coming to bat. In the National League this afternoon, the San Francisco Giants defeated the Los Angeles Dodgers, getting this score 14-13, to a total of 27 runs in that ball game at Candlestick Park in San Francisco. The Giants... 14 runs on 15 hits and three errors. The Dodgers got their 13 runs on 16 hits and one error. The winning pitcher in that ballgame was Bryant. The loser was Brewer. Wills and Parker homered for the Dodgers. For Morey, it was home run number two. For Wes Parker, it was home run number 12. Bobby Bonds and Bob Berta... He had home runs for the Giants. Bonds Blast was his twentieth. Berta's was his fifth of the year. Fourteen to thirteen for the Giants over the Dodgers. And that helped Atlanta's cause. Atlanta full game behind Los Angeles. Starting off today, takes up half a game, but we'll see what the Atlanta Braves do at Cincinnati. Their ballgame will be getting underway very shortly. Expos are coming to bat. Bottom half of the first inning. Leading off for Montreal will be Adolfo Phillips. Phillips to be followed by Angel Hermoso and Rusty Staub. Then it'll be Mac Jones, Ty Line, Coco Lavoie, Ron Brand, Bobby Wine, and Howie Reed. Adolfo Phillips, batting two twenty-eight. Hit a towering home run here to left field in the ninth inning last night. Right-hand hitter Jim Bunning on the mound, veteran right-hander, set all kinds of strikeout records. Outfield playing straight away for Adolfo. Here's Bunning's windup. His first pitch, a called strike. Right across the knees, all in one. four nights with the Pirates in here. Weather-wise been identical. The 0-1 pitch. Swung on and missed. 0-2. Been very pleasant. Feel quite a drop in the temperature That the minute that sun starts to go down. It's been very pleasant here. Following a very hot afternoon. Coming with the lineup. again now. The 0-2. Low and inside for a ball. One ball, two strikes. To Adolfo Phillips. Adolfo's played in 34 games in the Montreal uniform now. Has 28 hits and 123 trips to the plate. The 1-2 pitch. He's out in front of it and struck out. Adolfo goes down swinging. A strikeout for Bunny. Angel Hermoso, here's an exciting little ball player. Hermoso, batting 167, he's 2 for
1: 12. He's hitting 256
0: at Vancouver. Angel relies great deal on his speed. Chokes up on the bat, fits to Hermoso. High and inside, ball one. He'll be followed by rusty stop. wind up. The pitch Ramoso came around but checked up in time. Ball two. It was low and away. Two and nothing. Running not wasting much time. The 2-0 swung on and bounced foul down into the end of the exposed dugout and back out on the field. Two balls, One strike. We hope to have a report a little bit later on on Ron Fairley. Ron went down to the hospital tonight to have the cast removed from his right hand, and they were going to take x-rays to determine whether or not the cast would have to remain on that hand any longer. And uh, Gary Sutherland was also checked by the doctor today. He was found to be in good condition, had some sutures removed. Gary and Ron were visiting with us last night. We may have an opportunity to see them tonight. Well, speaking of Ron Fairley, and the cast is gone. That's great news already before he says a word. Here's the 2-1. It's inside, ball three. Three and one to Angel Hermoso. Ron, what did it feel like when they took that cast off? Well, it uh, it was a little bit sore, and uh, it's going to remain like that for a few days now. Here's Bunnings' windup. The 3-1. Cut on and popped up in the infield right side. Now drifting back in the edge of the grass alley. Called off by Clemente. Clemente makes the catch. Hermoso retired. Two up, two down. The batter will be rusty stop. Have they uh, given you any kind of exercise, uh, Ron, that you'd be able to do with your hand? No. Right now, it's uh, just keep the joint primarily isolated and uh, not move it at all because it's only been two weeks not enough time for it to heal and our biggest problem right now is, uh, is to not re-separate it and that's the thing we have to guard against all right Rusty Straub left hand hitter batting 298 there's no score here in the bottom of the first two outs and nobody on Bunning lines it up here's the pitch Rusty took it outside ball one looking for a sign. Here's the pitch. Swung on. Line drive, left field. Stargell back a few steps. He's got it. That's it for the Expo. Stop. Line's out to Stargell. There's nothing across. The score at the end of one here at Jerry Park. Montreal, nothing. Pittsburgh, nothing. Jerry Snyder, Leo Goldfarb, and Connie Lieber, the new owners and managers of the Stagecoach Restaurant, bid you a pleasant welcome. The Stagecoach restaurant at the corner of Dakari and Jean Delon is fast becoming Montreal's most popular gathering spot for sports personalities and fans alike. The Stagecoach has many things going for you, such as the Tally Ho Lounge, with the comfortable, friendly surroundings of an umpire's uh, paradise, an armchair umpire's paradise. If you like to talk sports or even just listen, then the Tally Ho is the place to do it. Chances are you'll bump into Rusty Stop, now associated with the Stagecoach. The main dining room is the right place to go for family or business entertaining noon or night. The Stagecoach Restaurant to carry a jean Delon. Drop in anytime, or call for Reservation 731 7771. Parking, no problem. The stagecoach restaurant at the Carrion Jean we will see you there. Top half of the second inning, no score between the Pirates and the Expos. The first man up for Pittsburgh will be Manny Sanguin. Sanguin Alley, and then Patek. It's got a couple of hits in the first inning, a double by Stargell and infield hit by Clemente, and that's all. Sangin's hitting 346, right hand hitter. He really pulled us last night. Sanghean's a first ball hitter. Last night for the I think it was his third time up. For the first time that I can remember in the last two series, he didn't swing at the first pitch. Here comes swung on, sinking line drive, pass the boy out into left field, a base hit. hit for the Pirates. So Sam Gian is on. The batter will be Gene Alley. Alley's a right-hand hitter, batting 206. Got the sign from Alex Gramis in the third base box. We'll see what Alley's doing with the runner on. Infield's a double play,
1: Beth.
0: On deck is Fred Pondek. Gene Alley. The bitch swung on foul into the expo's dugout. Dave, I may, I'd like to remind uh, expo fans that the expo's have a new parking lot that's at the CPR station at the top of Park Avenue. It's ideal for residents of the town of Mount Royal, West Mount Snowden. It can be reached by Jean Delon, Park Avenue, and Lacody Boulevard to Ogilvy Avenue, east on Ogilvy. The new expo parking lot at the CPR station, at the top of Park Avenue. the count on Alley. Here comes. This one's fouled high and out of play, way back to the right. This will go into the stands, and somebody's got a souvenir. 0-2 to Alley. Final game of the Pirates series, and the Mets in here tomorrow night, Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, doubleheader. Sanguin's the runner at first. Reed gives him a look. Here's the pitch. Alley swings. Face hit left field. Mac Jones up with the ball. Holding at second base, San Ghian. Fourth hit for the Pirates. And now Fred Pontek will be the batter. And for the second time, Pittsburgh's got a runner in scoring position. San Guian at second. Alley at first. Pontek at the plate. Little Freddie's batting
1: 235. Fred.
0: And after contact, we've got the pitcher, Jim Bunning. Reed holding at the bell, checks his lead runner, Sam and The pitch is swung on and a ground ball to the left. Up with it is Wine. They throw to second for one, and they've got Sam Guillen caught off in a run down Hermosa to LaVoye. Contact on on the fielder's choice line to Angel Hermoso to get Gene Alley, and that double play goes
1: 6-4-5.
0: So Pontiac's the only runner on. Throughout the second night in a row, we've had uh, somewhat of a weird double play. This was one in the San Guian. the runner in second evidently for a moment forgot about that runner at first because Sanguian did not take off for third base when that ball was hit to the left side of the infield he hesitated and Bobby Wine was up with it and looked Sanguian right in the eye and just flipped the ball to Hermoso to get one and then knew that they had Sanguian caught off because he was nowhere near third base, he had a long way to go. First pitch is down low to Bunning, ball one. 2, 2 and nothing. Bunning bats right He's hitting 0-28 Has one hit and 36 trips to the plate that was a big double play Instead of a runner in scoring position There's one on with two outs And that runner is at first instead of at third 3-0 now to Bunning taking his lead from first. Outfield straight away for Bunning. Right fielder stopped, deep a few steps. Quick throw to first. Patek steps back on the bag safely. Here's the pitch. Bunning takes a strike, three and one. Howie really pitched well in that ball game at Pittsburgh. The Pirates won 3-2. There's strike two called on Bunning.
1: Three and two. 3-2.
0: Here comes the pitch. Foul tipped at the plate. So Reed will do it again. Again, it's low and outside, ball four. So Bunning gets on with a walk. And Patek moves down to second base. Now he'll talk to himself for a moment about that. That he did not want to do. Because now the Pirates have got runners at first and second with two outs. And Matty Alou, the batter. Alou is retired on a ground ball to Hermoso in the first inning. He's a left-hand hitter. Always shifts for a loose Center fielder Phillips in the left center. Here's the pitch. Taken low and inside. Down in the dirt. Ball one. Staub plays pretty much straight away in right field. Mac Jones comes in. left. Runners lead. Contact from second. Bunning from first. The 1-0 pitch. Taken low and inside. Ball two. And Ron Brand goes out to the mound now to talk to Howie Reed. Undoubtedly, a little bothered about the fact that he walked Jim Bunning. I always say one pitcher never wants to walk another, especially on this Pirate Ball Club. When you walk their pitcher, you get to Mr. Matty Alou. Reed at the belt. Looks at Patek, the lead runner. The 2 0 is inside. Ball three to Alou. Three and nothing. Should Alou get on, Kyle Taylor will be the batter. We're scoreless in the top of the second. The Pirates have got runners at first and second. We're going to get activity in the exposed bullpen. Left-hander Don Shaw has gone down to the bullpen. The pitch is right in there to Alou. He took it for a strike. Three and one. Checks his runner, the 3-1 pitch. Alou swings and fouls it at the plate. Off to the right side. Full count now, 3-2. Ron Brand rubbing up that new ball, taking it out to Howie Reed. Howie is making his eighth start. 4-2 on the year for the 4.28 ERA. How he's worked a total of 46 and a third innings in an Expos uniform. The 3-2 pitch to Alou is high, ball four. Bases are loaded for Carl Taylor. Second walk given up by Reed. Bunning moving down to second base, Patek to third. Alou at first, here's Carl Taylor. He fly to center in the first. Taylor's a right-hand hitter. 350. Adolfo is straight away for Taylor. Reed works from the lineup now. The base is loaded. First pitch is high, ball one. Now we're having some difficulty finding that strike zone. Trying to get out of this jam here in the top of the second. He's got two outs. Now he needs to get Taylor. A 1-0 pitch. Taken high for ball two. 2-0. Manager Gene Mark's going to come out to the mound to have a talk with Howie Reed. And he may... If he knows what's wrong, Gene may be able to tell him something that would be of help to him. Maybe he or Cal McLish have spotted something from the dugout that Howie might be doing wrong. So we've got the conference now. Manager Gene Mark talking to Howie Reed. Ron Brand is out there. We'll take 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Expo's baseball radio network.
2: This is the home of Expo baseball in the Capital District, WHRL in Albany, New York.
0: the count. Here's the pitch. It's high and inside. Ball three. So now Reed is behind on Taylor 3-0 and and in danger of walking in a run. Two outs here in the top of the second. Pirates have got him loaded. The pitch. Right down the middle. Strike... at third, Bunning at second, Alou at first, here's the 3-1 pitch, Taylor takes it, high and outside, ball four. So the run comes home, three walks in the inning, Patek comes home, Taylor picks up an RBI, and the Pirates lead one to nothing. A couple of hits, but both those runners are long since
1: gone.
0: Patek had gotten on on a fielder's choice, now Bunning is at third, at second, Taylor at first. nothing, Pirates, here's Willie Stargell who doubled in the first. Swung on, the first pitch, the bat went into the box seat. Fly ball, down the left field line, under it, Bobby Wine, he's got it. I hope everybody's okay down there in the box seat. That bat sailed all the way over, about eight rows back in the boxes. Sargell is retired popping up to Bobby Wine but the Pirates picked up a run on two hits no errors in the field three were left at the end of one and a half Pittsburgh won exposed nothing well Howie really really got himself out of a jam lucky uh, with uh, Willie Sargell out bases uh, loaded that uh, he got away with it so easily Sargell lost his bat on the swing and flying out to uh, Bobby Wine in short left field the bat went into the stands a lot of people are standing up and perhaps someone uh, may have been injured on it by the bat. It's hard to say as yet. The bat broke. It apparently broke on Willie Stargell as he hit that pop fly back of shortstop. A uh, crowd gathering around uh, an old gentleman there. He's going out under his own steam, wa- walking out. Seems to be all right now. He's not even walking out. Apparently staying in his seat. There are other people down uh, out of view that we can't really see, so it's hard to tell how serious the injury was. Well, as I said, Reed got out of trouble by getting Stargell to uh, pop up to uh, Bobby Wine in short left field with the bases loaded, but he didn't get out of trouble completely since he walked in the lead run. The Pirates lead this ball game by the score of one to nothing. bottom half of the second coming up, the Pirates have a 1 to nothing lead when Howie Reed walked in the only run so far with the bases loaded, but he did get Willie Stargell to pop out to a short left field of Bobby Wine. So let's see what the Expos can do in the way of getting that run back in the bottom half of the second. First man from Montreal to face Jim Bunning will be Mac Jones. Oh, oh, no. get, uh, Mac Jones is uh, oh, batting 282. Nothing. Pirates. Mac Jones, be followed by Ty Klein, Coco boy. Jim Bunning, put the side down one, two, three in the first inning. Expos try to come back for Howie Reed. Now, here comes the pitch. Swinging and a miss. Strike one. Oh, and one to Mac Jones. The center fielder, Alou, is playing a few steps around the right center for Mac. Here's the windup. the 0-1 pitch, inside, one ball, one strike. This putting's really been something else down through the years. Big strikeout, Artis. Set a new record when we were in Pittsburgh, The 1-1 in the inside corner. Strike two, call, the ball and two strikes. Talking with the plate on a little bit. I'm back in there waiting. The one two pitch way inside. Ball two two and two. Bunning moved into third place on the all time strikeout list when we we're in Pittsburgh. It up the pitch to Mack has swung on and a ground ball to Alley. He's up with it. Second baseman throws to Taylor, and there's one away. High climb, batting
1: 218.
0: Go. Go He's got 19 go. hits and 87 trips to the plate.
1: Number
0: five. Ty. Six RBIs. has hit two triples this year. Another left-hand hitter. Against the right-hander, Bunning. Then we'll have Coco the boy.
1: Here's
0: the windup and the pitch. Low outside. Ball one. One and nothing. Sanguian now talking with the plate umpire. Sanguian is talking to Venzen. Up. Swung on. Line drive out to right field. Clemente chasing. Can't get to it. It's by him. Klein is around first, headed to second, and he'll be in at second base with a stand up double. First hit off running is a double by Ty Klein to right center. Clemente got over there quickly. The ball tipped off the end of his glove, went by him. Further into right center. So there's a runner in scoring position. Tied client in second, and Coco, the boy, the batter. Coco's batting 265. On deck, Ron Brand. Running at the belt, the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike one by Coco. for this bull hitter. Coco's worked hard on trying to hit that ball to right. The 0-1 pitch is swung on. This one line foul. Out of play, down to the left. Into the stands. So Bunning gets out in front, 0-2. Talking about Bunning and his strikeouts. He spanned 97 in 122 innings this year. Make it uh, 98 now in 123 in a third innings. He has one here tonight. The 0-2 pitch to LaBoy, Low and outside, ball one. One ball, two strikes. Bunnings' last outing was... Sunday against the St. Louis Cardinals. Pitched a 3 nothing shutout. Bob Moose worked the final inning. Bunning left because of the heat. It was 95 degrees and he left in the ninth. Here's the 1-2 pitch. The boy swings, sharp ground ball. Hedder has it, checks the runner at second and the throw to first, retires Coco. Two away. So it'll be up to Ron Brand, the Expos catcher. Ron is hitting
1: 276.
0: Temperature at the airport right now is given to us at 91 degrees. Is that, what, an 8 o'clock reading, though? No? That's current. Ron Brand, right-hand hitter. Pirates lead 1-0. We're in the bottom of the second. He looks at a strike. 0
1: 1.
0: Bunning <laughs> is behind Walter Johnson and Cy Young on that all time strikeout list. Bunning's got 2,591 career strikeouts. Pitch to Brand.
1: Strike two call.
0: 0 2. in right. He's not too deep and a little a few steps around the right center. He's also playing shallow. Oh, Track line, the runner at second base. Bunning gives him a look. The 0-2 to Brand. Swung on and it's a line drive foul down the left field line. Foul by a couple of feet. Klein will make his way back to second. tonight. The Pirates go back to Pittsburgh. They've got a series coming up with St. Louis at Forbes Field. And of course, the New York Mets are in here. They came in today. Tomorrow night, 8.05. The 0-2 pitch to Brand. Way out. Stan Guillen scrambling to stop that. One ball, two strikes. From left to right here tonight is comfortable for the fans. Shouldn't bother any. of The ball's hit here tonight. Again, low and outside. Count is even now to Brand, two and two. Running looking down to San Guillen. Shengeon can really put a low target up there for the pitcher because he stays low to the ground. He's right down on the ground. Swing and a miss, strike three. Ron Brand is out of there. And that's it for the Expos. The tie was stranded in second. No runs, one hit. No errors. One man left. to score at the end of two. The Pirates won. The Expos, nothing. Well, fans, again tonight, there are loads of groups here at Jerry Park to see the Pirates and the Expos in the final game of this four-game series at Jerry Park. One of the groups is the Sandors Recreation Club from Dorval, Quebec. Also, au Camper du Somme d'éducation physique et de plein air. From Etsy is here. The LSA group from Montreal, Quebec is also here. The Canadian International Papers from Poitiers, Quebec. Domtar from Poitiers, Quebec. Association Sportive Saint Mathieu from Montreal. And the Dawson Boys Club from nearby Verdun, Quebec, here at jolly Park, enjoying tonight's ball game in close to 90 degree temperature, well 91 degrees one reading we had here at the broadcast booth. so fans, why not form a group in your area and come to Jolly Park to see the Expos in action against the top teams in the National League and one of the top teams the New York Mets will be here on the weekend starting with a single game tomorrow night at 8.05 We'll go now to the top half of the third inning. The Pirates still in the lead, one to nothing. The Expos failed to capitalize on a double by Ty Klein with one out, as the next two batters went out and Klein was held to second base. One to nothing, Pirates over the Expos. As we go to the top of the third, here again is Dave Van Horn. Okay, Russ. Here in the third for the Pirates. We'll see Clemente, Hebner, and Sanguia. And Clemente got an infield hit in the first inning. He swung away on a ball, bounced it slowly up the grass third base side, and evidently Howie Reed and Coca La thought it was a foul ball at the plate because nobody really made a hard charge for that ball, and Clemente got on. hand hitter, one of the great hitters of the National League. First pitch is swung on and popped up. Out behind second base in the grass, Hermoso waiting for it. He's got it. One away. Richie Hepter fouled out to Ron Brand the first inning. One of the rookie third basemen in the National League who's done an outstanding job. Delivers. Change of pace. Swung on. Looping ball left field. Jones coming in fast. Mac is there and makes the catch. Reed gave Hebner that slip pitch, which he uses to throw a change up, and Hebner went after it. Fly it out to Mac Jones. Two away. Manny Sangian a base hit to left in the second here's the wind up Guian takes the first one about felt high but it was inside ball one Pirates are in pretty good shape catching wise young people like Jerry May and Manny Sanguian here's a strike to Sanguian one ball one strike of course, May is injured right now, and they don't have to give away any ground when they put Sam Guillen in there. A lot of Pittsburgh people felt that if... Here's the 1-1 one, one pitch. Change-up is fouled high in the air, out of play, way down to the left. A lot of Pittsburgh people felt that if Sam Guillen hadn't had that certain number of games, which I believe is, what, 45 games? Once you played in 45 games uh, and 90 at-bats, it does away with your rookie status. They felt that he had a shot at Rookie of the Year
1: honors.
0: Here's the 1-2. Swing on and missed strike three. Side is down, 1-2-3, nothing across. First strikeout for Howie. The score at the end of two and a half. The Pirates won, the Expo's nothing. And Montreal is not only the home of the Expo's, It also is home of Man and His World, the great international exhibition now in its third year. It's up through September the 7th, so don't miss it. One of the great international fairs in the world here at the site of Expo 67 in Montreal. Montreal, a tremendous city to visit for all you out-of-towners along the Expo Baseball Network. Man in His World, the tremendous restaurants. There is no other city in North America that can better Montreal as far as fine eating places are concerned or is concerned. So try to get to Montreal and uh, see Man in His World. So visit, dine at these superb restaurants and make a special date to come to Jerry Park. To see Major League Baseball as the Expos take on the best in the National League. Just check your National League schedule and you'll find out when the best time would be for you to get to Montreal. Well, the Expos are coming to bat. Bottom half of the third inning. First man up for Montreal, Bobby Wine. Bobby Wine batting 201. Swings on Bunning's first pitch and fouls it out of play, high into the air, off to the right, down into the stands behind home plate. 0 1. Pirates about hit the Expos 4 1. Lead one to nothing. Wine checked his swing. Pitch was blowing away. One ball, one strike. Bobby Wine, who toiled many seasons in Philadelphia. Very popular ball player in Philly and a great shortstop. The one-one pitch. Swung on and a ground ball left side. Heading her up with it. Throws to first base in time, and that's one away. Will be the pitcher, Howie Reed. And then we'll have Adolfo Phillips. Howie's hitting 214. He's the got three home hits home. and 14 trips the to the plate. That's one home run. The
1: pitcher, 29, Howie Reed. And
0: that's right. Outfield is in. Reed let the first one go low. Ball one. ends in the plate umpire. Frank Sikori at first. Dave Davidson at second. Paul Pryor is at third. Here's Bunnings' pitch. It's low again. Ball two. Howie digging in. Bunnings wind up. And a strike called at the outside corner. Two balls, one strike. Talking about the batting leaders. Home run leader right now, Willie McCovey. Got 28, Lee May, 27. Foul. bounced back into the screen. Two balls and two strikes to Howie Reed. Ron Sato, the RBI leader with 80. McCovey's got 76. Of the Cubs, of course, McCovey of the Giants. That's right, they played this afternoon and had a big score against the Dodgers. The 2 2 is swung on. Ground ball, Patek to his right has it. Long throw down in the dirt. Taylor can't pick it up. Reed is on. An error on the throw to the shortstop, Fred Patek. So Reed, the runner at first, with one out on the top of the order. That ball bounced off. Taylor's shoulder, he apparently is okay. Jim Bunning, the pitcher, and the second baseman, Gene Alley, over there to check with him. Taylor is all right. Hattuck had a long throw to make, and he threw it down in the dirt. Taylor just couldn't come up with it. Adolfo Phillips went down swinging in the first inning. deep, and around to the left. Adolfo playing for manager Gene Mark now for the second time. He was with the Phillies for a very short time before being dealt to Chicago. Adolfo swings first pitch, line drive, left field, deep, Sarge back, he can't get it at second base and Adolfo is on with a long single. About 340 feet. That ball hit the warning track right at the foot of the five-foot fence in front of the left field bleachers. Well, I tell you, it's good to see Adolfo coming around.
1: Now runners
0: at first and second with one out. Angel, also the batter. So, popped up to the right fielder Clemente in shallow right field. First inning. Right hand hitter. Reed, the runner at second. Bunning stepped off the rubber. Now he's up there looking down for a sign. Phillips, the runner at first. Here's the pitch to Angel. Swung on and a ground ball left side. Project goes to second for one. Back to first. It's a double play. Now, the Pirates get a big double play here for Jim Bunning. Contact to Alley to Taylor. And that's it for the Expos. No runs, one hit, one error in the field, and one left. The score at the end of three innings, the Pirates won. The Expos nothing. Tonight's out of town scoreboard is uh, Philadelphia at St. Louis. Wise going against forage Atlanta's at Cincinnati. The Braves scored a to run top half of the first inning. They lead the Cincinnati one nothing in the bottom of the first. Bill Negro is pitching for Atlanta, Jim Merritt for Cincinnati. This afternoon the Giants beat the Dodgers 14 to 13. Marty Wilson, Wes Parker, homer for Los Angeles, Bobby Bonds, and Bob Berta hit home runs for the
1: Giants.
0: In the American League, Detroit scored three runs, top half of the first inning. They beat Washington 3 to nothing. In the top of the sixth, Wilson pitching for Detroit, Cox for the Senators. Cleveland is at Baltimore, no score top half of the fourth inning, Hargan going against McNally. Boston's at New York, we've had nothing in on that game at Yankee Stadium in New York. Other games, Chicago, Minnesota, Oakland at Seattle, no report on those games as yet. The totals at the end of three for the pirates are run on four hits one error they've left five men on base the expo's no runs two hits no errors and two have been left we go to the fourth it'll be the bottom third of the pirates order gene alley fred Patek, and jim Bunning. now stepping in here to tell you all about it russ taylor russ all right dave one to nothing pirates top half of the fourth inning Howie Reed got off to that shaky start in the first two innings. He got into a bit of a jam in the first inning with two out. Willie Stargell doubled. It was a ground rule double as the ball bounced over the fence. Clemente had an inside uh, an infield hit. Then Richie Hebner fouled out with those two runners on to end the inning. However, Reed was not so fortunate in the second inning. With the bases loaded, actually issued three walks in the second inning. With the bases loaded, he walked in the only run of the ball game. That was a walk to Carl Taylor with the bases loaded. That's how the Pirates have picked up the only run of this game so far. The umpires for tonight's game is, are Tony Benson behind the plate, Frank Sicori at first, Dave Davidson at second, and Paul Pryor at third. Gene Alley had a single in the second inning, was later erased on a double play. Alley facing Howie Reed. Reed into his motion and serves his first pitch to Alley. It's outside for ball one. Good crowd here tonight would have to be in the neighborhood of 16,000, 17,000. Fine turnout in Jonesville again tonight. Not full. The bleachers are not full, but it's a good crowd. Outside again for ball two to Gene Alley. Alley hitting 2 06 with the Pirates. Gene appearing in only his 39th game. The 2 0 delivery is swung on, a ground ball down to LaBoy at third. Coco has it, fires it over to Pike Line at first, and that's it for Gene Alley. Bring up shortstop Freddie Potack. Potack scored the only run of the game, he came in from third. When Carl Taylor walked with the bases loaded, Howie Reed issued three straight walks in that second inning. Strike called to Freddie Potack. Outfield is playing Potack uh, regular depth straight away. The old one delivery is swung on, a slow roller, boy. Coco has it, the throw to first gets Potack. Two away. brings up, Jim Bunning. Well, Bunning was part of how he reached trouble in the second inning. With two out. Reed walks Jim Bunning to put runners in first and second. Then he walked to lose a load of bases and walked Taylor to force in the run. First pitch to Bunning. Pop fly infield. LaBoy's back, so is Wine. Coco's calling for it, and Coco takes it. So, for the Pirates, it's three up, three down. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. The score going into the bottom half of the fourth inning is one to nothing for Pittsburgh. Fans, remember that tomorrow night the New York Mets come to town to meet the Montreal Expos here at Jerry Park. It'll be the first game of a four-game series this weekend. Tomorrow night's game starts at 8.05, and Gil Hodges has indicated that he will start Jerry Kuzman. Hodges will come in with his frontline pitching in this series against the Expos. Starting with Kuzma tomorrow night, Tommy Seaver tomorrow afternoon, and then on Sunday. Well, Hodges has not indicated his pitching rotation for Sunday's twin bill against the Expos. In any case, this should be an exciting series between the Expos and the Mets, and fans. Uh, watching uh, this weekend's uh, four-game series between the Mets and the Expos should be watching one of the clubs that will be battling it out for the National League pennant since the Mets are only three and a half games behind the league-leading Chicago Cubs in the Eastern Division of the National League. So that's the Mets and the Expos starting tomorrow night here at Jerry. The first man up for the Expos in the bottom half of the fourth inning will be Rusty Staub. Rusty, fly out to left field in the first inning. Rusty Staub, a very popular figure here at Jerry Park tonight. Not only tonight, every night, every game at Jerry Park, Rusty gives his all at the plate and in the outfield. While Rusty has pulled off some sensational catches with the Expos this year. Tell them charge that he makes the easy ones Look tough, but boy, he's pulled off a lot of tough catches. Believe me, we've seen all the games. Low outside to Rusty for ball one. Bunning knows that he's got to be careful with stops. Every pitcher in the National League knows this. And those all-star pitchers who will be facing Rusty in the all-star game in Washington next week will know it too. It'll be Rusty's third consecutive appearance in an all-star game. All of us in Montreal should be honored over that choice. It's low to Rusty for ball two. Folks in Washington won't know it, but Rusty is known here in Montreal as Le Grand Orange. 2-0 to count on Staub. Bunning serves his next pitch. Rusty hits a fly ball out into center field. Lewis moving over, so is Stargell. Stargell takes it almost in center field. A stop went after the 2-0 pitch from Jim Bunny. Let's take 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Expo's baseball radio network. This
2: is the home of Expo baseball in the Capital District, WHRL in Albany, New York.
0: Mac Jones next man up for the Expos one away, first pitch to Mac is inside for ball one and a great roar when Mac was introduced from his fans out in Jonesville, the left field bleachers loads of little leaguers there tonight and they're making a lot of noise and seem to be enjoying themselves this next one is popped in the air going
1: to try and get it just missed it
0: that was a close one was a close one. One and one, the count on Mac Jones. Missed it by a foot with our fishing net. We'll get the next one. This one is popped. No play on it for us. It's out of play to the left of us. Four strike two. One ball and two strikes. Well, if the handle on the net was perhaps a foot longer, or if we'd reached out just a foot further, we would have had that ball, and probably we would have fallen right out of the broadcast booth into the crowd. One and two on Mac Jones. Bonnie looks down to Manny Sangian. Gets his sign, delivers his next pitch. This one is fouled down the first baseline. No play on it. Out toward the Pirate bullpen. The count remains one and two. On the merit of Jonesville and his constituents out there in the left field bleachers continue to chant, go Mac, go. Bunny looks down to Stangean. Gets the sign and delivers the one and two pitch. Line shot, center field, base hit. Mac Jones comes through with a solid single to center field. That was a good smash. He tagged it well, right in the hole, right over the bag at second into center field. Brings up tight line. Fly had a double to the right field fence in the second inning. Right in the gap between Alou and Clemente. Pirates are leading this ball game one to nothing. And we're in the bottom half of the fourth inning. One out, one runner on. Line shot, right field. they hit, Jones makes the turn at second. We'll head to third. Here comes the throw. Max flies and he's safe. center field. Then Frank Jones along the third. With one out, Coco boy will be the batter. LaBoy bounced out to Richie Hebner at third in the second inning. Well, these were two solid hits off Jim Bunning here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. The tying run is on third, one out. If Coco can get it into the air and deep enough, Big Mac will score from third. Coco, the boy. Coco's 0 for 1 in this game so far. Pitch to Coco, hit on the ground, fall just past the third base line. Just on the foul side of third base. 0 1 on LaBoy. Coco hitting 265. He plays the crowd with a home run last night, his 11th of the year. I think all the crowd would like to see right now is a long fly ball. To tie up this ball game in the bottom of the fourth, Bunny looks down to Sandgian. Wine takes the lead off first. So does Jones off third. Here's the 0-1 pitch. It popped into the air. Second base, Alley coming in for it, and he's got it. Well, we've got to give marks to Mister Jim Bunny. He knew what the situation was, and he didn't give Coco anything he could tag. Here comes Bill Verdon out to talk to pitcher Jim Bunning with Manny Sanguin. Verdon's walking over now for a consultation with Freddie Pawtek and Gene Alley who'll come in from short and second base. runners on first and third with Ronnie Brand. Brand struck out in the second inning. Well, Expos got runners in first and third with one out. La Boye popped out to second base. So Brand will have to get himself a base hit. Expos and Pires are tied up at four all in hits first pitch to Brand is outside for ball one. Ronnie sort of faked the bunt and held up. Didn't actually square around. Just shortened his grip on the bat. Ronnie looks down to Sanguin. The count is 1-0 on Ronnie Brand. Shakes off a sign, gets the one he wants, and here's the 1-0 pitch. It misses for ball two. 2-0 2-0 to Brand. Bobby Wine is in the on-deck circle. Running toes the rubber. Gets a sign from Sanguin. Delivers a 2-0 pitch. Fly ball in the right field. Clemente should have it. He does had been playing brand kind of short in right field and had to run back for it but got it with no trouble for the Expos no runs on two hits no pilot errors two men were left stranded the score going to the top of the fifth is still one to nothing for the Pirates Taking a look at the National League scoreboard. Batteries in from St. Louis. Phillies against the Cardinals tonight. Rick Wise for the Philadelphia Phillies, and Mike Torres for the St. Louis Cardinals. It's Atlanta 5, Cincinnati 1 at the end of two and a half in Cincinnati. Phil Necro for the Braves, Jim Merritt pitching for the Reds. San Francisco beat Los Angeles 14 to 13 in a slugfest at Candlestick Park this afternoon. Bryant the winner, Brewer the loser. Roy Wills and West Parker homered for the Dodgers, Bobby Bonds and Rob Berta for San Francisco. Detroit 3, Washington 1 at the end of 6.5 innings at Washington tonight. Other American League scores, Cleveland 2, Baltimore nothing after 3.5 innings of play at Baltimore. Boston at New York, we have no word on that game yet. They've been held up because of rain. Chicago will be at Minnesota, Oakland will be at Seattle later on tonight. Expos had their chances to score in this ball game. They uh, left four, uh, two men stranded in that last inning, four men all told. Klein had a double with one out in the second inning, was left stranded. Then in the fourth, Jones had a single, started Klein, runners in first and third with one out. Running got the next two batters. Got a Boy on a pop fly to the second baseman, Gene Alley, then got Ronnie Brand a fly out to Roberto Clemente in right field. So the first man up is the top of the batting order, Matty Alou. Pitches high and outside of Matty for ball one. Folks, a reminder once again that the Expos have a new parking lot, the CPR station, at the top of Park Avenue. That's at Park Avenue and Jean Talon. Ideal for people living in the town of Mount Royal, West Mount Snowden. Ball strike, one and one. And it uh, affords you a quick getaway from the ballpark when the game is over. You just cross the overpass over the CPR tracks, the footway, and you're at your park. This one is into the dirt in front of home plate. You're at your car, and you beat the crowds away from Jerry Park. So if you're driving, head for the new exposed parking lot at the CPR station, top of Park Avenue, Park Avenue, and Jean Talon. The 2 and one delivery to Alou is pop foul out of play. Of the seats. The cap becomes two and two. A little grounded out, second to first in the first, and walked in the second. Don't forget this big series with the Mets starting tomorrow night. Jerry Kuzman, one of the best left handers in the business. A line shot, center field, base hit. Howdy Alou is on first with a single to center. Brings up, Carl Taylor. Taylor flied out to center field in the first. And he walked with the bases loaded, getting himself a run batted in in the second inning. Yeah, well, your information. Don Bosch underwent very successful knee surgery, successful knee surgery at the Montreal, the Montreal General. Montreal General, General General today, and uh, the operation was deemed successful. Don Bosch. Ball to first, and the runner alo is back in time. The batter is Carl Taylor. The first pitch to Taylor, he attempts a bunt. Paul tips it into the mitt of Ron Brand. All one the count on Taylor. Taylor hitting 351. Three run, uh, three home runs. Nineteen runs batted in. There's a misprint on the stat sheet provided by the press services here, showing him with 119 runs batted in. No one has that many, although brew is close to that mark. Well, he's not, not too far off it, let's put it that way. Here's the bot in front of home plate, it's foul. And Ronnie Brand makes sure by pushing it with his hand, to make sure that ball wouldn't just roll back into fair territory once again. Now, baseball fans, those who know their baseball, I don't have to explain this to them, but a lot of new baseball fans who don't know the rules fully, a slow roller along the line, if it rolls foul and then rolls fair again, it's a fair ball if it stays fair. So as soon as it rolls foul, you see the catcher or infielder knock it with their glove. That time, Ronnie Brand knocked it to make sure it stayed foul. The 0-2 pitch is outside. There's a throw to first, but Alou is back in time. Ronnie Brand fired that one down to Ty Klein, playing at first base tonight for the Expos. One and two, the count on Carl Taylor. Reed delivers. Taylor looks. It's low for ball two. We've got a two and two count. Sure hope all you folks along the Expo network are uh, enjoying this baseball broadcast tonight, wherever you are. A lot of you, I guess, sit on the patios. Line shot, right field, base hit. Good for at least one. Taylor makes the turn at first. We'll head to second with a double. Alou is coming around third and holds up. Fine throw from deep right field by Rusty Staub. Keeps Matty Alou on third. But Taylor placed that one well, a double down the right field line. With nobody out, The batter will be Willie Stargell. Runners on second and third. And a loud murmur creeps up from the fans in the stands here at Jarry Park. As they all know what Big Willie can do. Don Shaw is warming up for the Expos. Willie didn't hit one over the fence tonight. He hit one and it actually went over the fence, bounced over the fence for a ground rule double. The first pitch is swung on for strike one. Dargill felt that he held up in his swing, but not so plate umpire Tony Benson. Well, here's a dicey situation for Howie Reed. A single could score two runs, give the Pirates a three-to-nothing lead. If Big Willie puts it out of the ballpark, then it'll be a four-to-nothing lead. Ray checks his man a little at third. The 0-1 delivery to Stargell is held up this time for ball one. Stargell again checked his swing. Actually looks as though he went around in this one more than he did in the first one. One-on-one on on Willie Stargell. Outfield playing deep. The one-on-one pitch is lined foul into the dugout. And Stargell scattered quite a group of teammates that was a bullet right into the pilot dugout one and two Reed is out in front of Willie Stargell and how he realizes that in ten cents will get him a cup of coffee with a guy like this, Stargell can reach over and hit bad pitches for singles Big Willie a lot of power at the plate and Stargell is started to learn to wait for his pitch. The one and two delivery is high. That time he waited. The count is two and two. Last night, he waited for his pitch and got on with a walk. In the ninth inning. And we all know what happened after that. Roberto Clemente. Came through with the big hit. The two and two delivery. Fly ball into left field. It's gonna be a long run for Jones. He can't get to it. It is foul. And bounces into the stands. It bounced right beside John Vacabella. In the X-ball bullpen, Mac Jones has been playing over been playing over to left center field, toward left center. Shifted way over. There was no way Mac could get to it. And it took one big bounce from the bullpen into the seat. Two and two on Willie Stargell. Reed taking his time. Checks his runner at third. Delivers a two and two pitch. Ball strike three. A fine pitch by Howie Reed. For Reed, that was strikeout number two. And what a big strikeout. Anytime you get Willie Stargell looking at a third strike, you've done a job. But the tight situation isn't over yet. We've only got one out with those runners still on second and third. a Alou on third and Carl Taylor on second. Roberto Clemente had an infield hit in the first and popped out to Angel Hermoso in the third inning. Reed delivers his first pitch way outside to Clemente for ball one. Don Shaw warming up in the Expo bullpen, but Don has stopped warming up to follow the action, like everyone else here at Jarry Park tonight. Ray checks his runner, delivers the 1-0 pitch, outside for ball two. The Pirates have pounded out six hits in this game so far. We're in the top half of the fifth inning. The Bucks lead us one to nothing. Expos have had four hits. The two and o delivery, swung on, and missed for strike one. Clemente's seem to be going for that outside pitch to plunk it into right field. Jones is deep in left center field. Phillips in center and Staub in right. Two and one the count on Clemente. Here's the next one. Swung out of this for strike two. Two and two. Roberto steps out of the batter's box, shaking his head. Probably asking himself, what did that guy put on it? But this jam that Howie Reed is in is far from over. Two balls and two strikes on Roberto Clemente. Clemente a 3.36 hitter. This one popped in a short right field, in comes Phillips, he's got it, here comes the throw to the plate, it's off the plate, and the runner Alou scores. Sacrifice fly by Roberto Clemente. Alou comes in to make it two to nothing. The throw from Phillips in center field chased Ronnie Brand up the line. About uh, 25 feet, 20 to 25 feet, and Alou just skipped around him, came in to score. We may have had a close play at the plate, had that throw been on. So there's a man on second, Carl Taylor, he stays there. And they're going to put Hebner on to get to Sanyin, with first base open and two out. Hebner gets the free pass. And that will be the fifth walk issued by Howie Reed. The first one intentionally. This one, rather, the fifth one intentionally. So Hebner is on with a walk, and Sanguian steps up. Sanguian is a 346 hitter, appearing in his 67th game. And he has hit 10 doubles, two triples, and two home runs. He has knocked in 24 runs. And he beat the Expos with a key hit in that series in Pittsburgh. On the recent road trip, so one run is in. It's now two to nothing, Pittsburgh. The pitch to Sanguin is low and away for ball one. No breathing space for Howie Reed. The first six men hitting over three hundred for the Pirates. The 1-0 pitch is hit on the ground down a Bobby Wine, down a Hormoso for the out. Van Gea hits into the fielders' choice, a racing head to a second, to 6-4. The Pirates picked up one run on two hits, no errors, and two men were left stranded. The score, as we go to the bottom half of the fifth inning, 2 nothing for the Pirates a look at the scoreboard again and some of the other games underway. Atlanta scored again in the fourth. It's Atlanta six. Cincinnati one. The Reds batting in the bottom of the fourth. St. Louis two. Philadelphia nothing. End of the first inning at St. Louis. This afternoon, San Francisco beat Los Angeles 14 to 13. Here's the line score on that game. Giants 14 14 runs, 15 hits, three errors. Dodgers 13 runs on 16 hits. One error. Bryant the winner, Brewer the loser, both in relief. Over in the American leg, Washington leads Detroit, uh, beg pardon, Detroit's leading Washington 3-1 to at the end of seven now. Tigers scored three runs in the first. Senators got on the scoreboard with a run in the bottom of the sixth. So as they go to the eighth now, it's Detroit 3, Washington 1 at Washington. Frank Howard, by the way, hit his 34th home run of the year for the Senators a few groups here at Jerry Park tonight, we'll tell you about them a little later. First pitch to Bobby Wine is a call strike. As Bunning got that outside corner, the Sandoz Recreation Club from Dorval, Quebec. The Campers du Saint, Education Physique et de Duplinaire is here, from Etsy. The group called the LSA from Ahuntsic. On one to Cannon, Bobby Wine. This one, line shot, right field for a base hit. Bobby Wine, singles to right field. That's the fifth hit of Jim Bunning. Howie Reed. Was safe an error in the third inning, now steps in. So we'll see what Mr. Reed's orders are. Very likely to square around and bunt and try to bring wine down to second base. Here's a bunt. It's fouled to the right-of-home plate. And the count is 0-1. And, and Jim Bunning, of course, is a pass master at not giving up a good bunting pitch. In other words, he gets them to follow it off, to pop it up. He knows. But the Expos want to get Wine down a second. Here's a bonus in fair territory. The Tigers is on Howie Reed. The sacrifice works. Bobby Wine goes in a scoring position at second base. Three unassisted on that sacrifice. So we go up to Adolfo Phillips, and Adolfo has been hitting the ball this week. He hit a triple. 420 feet away against the center field fence last night Hit a home run way up in the seats in the left field bleachers And tonight, hit one of the longest singles we've seen Right against the 340 mark in left field Uh, Willie Stardew got a good bounce on it And Phillips was held up to a single The first pitch to Adolfo is popped into the air To the right of us There goes the net And they can't reach it and Jean-Paul Sello, the French broadcasting team, missed that one with their net. They're 0 for 1 and we're 0 for 1 tonight. The scoreboard says 0 for 1 on Adolfo Phillips. Lines the runner on second. He got on first with a single and moved to second on a sacrifice by Howie Reed. Expos trailing by two runs. Would love dearly to bring Bobby in from second base and get one back. The 0-1 delivery is low and inside for Ball 1. The attendance hasn't been announced here at Jarry as yet. But it would have to be close to... 16 foul, which actually is the average per date. Bunning shakes off a couple of signs, gets the one he wants, and delivers the one and one pitch. It's inside. Phillips fell back. The count is two and one. So did Manny SanGian reaching inside for that. He lost his balance too. Phillips to be followed by Hermoso in stop if the Expos can get something going. We've got one out. Runner on second base. Jim Bunning checks Bobby Wine at second. Delivers a two-and-one pitch. It's fouled to the right of us out of play and into the press box. Just beyond the reach of Gene Kirby, the Expos traveling secretary. Two balls and two strikes on Adolfo. Adolfo could hit one down the right field line, the opposite field. He could do a lot of running because Clementi has shifted over toward right center field. Stardula is deep and left. Alou is deep in left center field. Two and two the count on Phillips. And here's the next pitch. A change up, and Phillips wasn't going for it. Ball three. It just floated in there. High and outside. So Bunting's got the three and two count on Phillips. Rolfo struck out and singles. Bunting <laughs> looks down to Sanguian, gets the sign, checks his man at second base, delivers a 3-2 pitch. Another changeup outside. Phillips is on with a watch. Well, the x have runners on first and second. With one out and Hermoso the batter. Angel was in the same situation in the third inning. With runners on first and second, he bounced into a double play. Rusty Staub is in the on deck circle. Well, let's see what Angel's instructions are. Will he square around and bunt, try to get those, advance those runners for Rusty Staub, or will he swing away? The first pitch to Angel is taken for a call strike. And no attempt by Hermoso to lay one down. Winds the runner on second. Phillips on first. The next pitch is taken for a call strike, too. in front and seems to be well in control of the situation with Angel Hermoso. Now Angel's got to take what Jim Bunning serves. And here's the 0-2 delivery, low and outside for ball one. Let's past 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Expo Baseball Network.
2: This is the home of Expo Baseball in the Capital District, WHRL in Albany, New York.
0: X-Balls with a runner in scoring position on second. Bobby Wine. Adolfo Phillips on first base. The batter is Angel Hermosa with a one and two count. Here's the next pitch outside for ball two. Two and two. We've got a left hander warming up. For the Pirates. Could be Lou Maroni. We'll double check that. Lou Maroney, left-hander, running, taking loads of time out on the hill. Now delivers a two-and-two two pitch, fly ball into right field. Clementi has it. Two out. Brings up Rusty Star. in the last inning when Hermoso came up with runners in first and second and one out he bounced into a double play ending the inning this time he flies out to right field so Staub gets his turn and bat this time with runners on first and second Staub fly out to left field both trips to the plate the first pitch the line shot out of the right center field for a
1: Rusty, the layers the good.
0: Line comes in to score from second base. A good, solid single to right center field by Rusty Star. That was Rusty. First run batted in. Brings up Mac Jones. Big Max had a hit, a solid single to center. He's one for two. Sandgian goes out to talk to Jim Bunning. Next ball in the Pirates, wide up and hit six all. The Pirates are leading this ball game two to one. You probably heard the great roar from the crowd when Rusty delivered that run-scoring single to center field. The first pitch to Mac Jaws hit right to second baseman Gene Alley to throw us the first. And that's it for the x claws But they picked up one run on two hits, no pilot errors, and they left two men stranded. The score, after five complete innings of play, two to one for the Pirates. As this is the final game of the Pirates series, the New York Mets are in town. They'll be playing here at Jerry Park tomorrow night. Jerry Kuzman, who's 7-5 and on the year, is the probable starter for tomorrow night's game. Jerry Robertson is scheduled to go for Montreal. Jerry is 2-7. Saturday afternoon, we'll have a 4-15 game, and Tom Seaver is slated to go against either Bill Stolman or Gary Wozlewski. Still plenty of good tickets available for that New York Mets series, so we hope that you'll take advantage of the many Expos offices in the areas where the broadcasts are heard. Get by the Expos ticket office, the TRS office nearest you, and get your tickets for that Mets series. We ought to mention 500 children attending tonight's game under the auspices of the Youth Cooperation Section of the Montreal Police. It's good to see all the youngsters out here. The ball game, and they're seeing a fine game here at Jerry Park tonight. The top half of the sixth inning, the pirate half of the sixth, the first man up for the pirates will be Gene Alley. Got a call from a friend of mine today saying, Ross, how come there isn't a TRS outlet down in the financial district? I checked it out, there is one in Place Victoria, the stock exchange <laughs> tower, the restaurant Lavier La Lavier Po. La There's a TRS location there for folks down around St. James Street. That's in the france Victoria Stock Exchange Tower, a TRS center. And you know, a lot of people feel you have to come to the ballpark to get choice seats, that if you buy your tickets to the ballpark, you get better seats, not so. First pitch to Gene Alley is low for ball one. It is not solved. You can buy the best seat available at the moment down in Burlington, Vermont, at the Vermont Transit Lines, or at the Greyhound Bus Terminal in Plattsburgh. Swung one this a miss for strike two, strike one. One or one the count. One ball and one strike to Gene Alley. So remember, if you buy your tickets at Jerry Park, you get the best available ticket on the TRS system. This is low for ball two. A lot of people do not understand that. They say, I'll buy my seats for the expo ball games or those two pro football games at Jerry Park. That way, I'll be able to choose my seat. This doesn't go. You get the best seat on that TRS system. They have 18 machines, TRS machines here at Jerry Park. The same circuit. They're hooked up to the same circuit as the other TRS machines. Blowing outside for ball three. I just wanted to explain that because a lot of people just feel that you can get better seats by coming to the ballpark. It's the same system. The moment seats say seat 25 in Section 9 is punched, it's canceled. Strike call, and the count is three and two. So if Joe Blow down in Plattsburgh buys seat 25... In section nine, rows such and such. It's canceled at Jerry Park immediately. It can't be sold at Jerry Park. Got it? Three and two pitch. Hit on the ground through the box out the center field for a base hit for Gene Alley. A leadoff single to Gene Alley. The Alley's on first. The batter will be Freddie Potak. Potack looks down to the third base. Touching box. to Get his sign.
1: The shortstop. Right there.
0: And he gets it from Alex Ramos. Ramos went through all kinds of kinds of contortions in giving those signs to Patek. So we'll see if Patek squares around a the ball or if he'll be hitting away. They sort to of first, by how we read, the runner Gene Alley is back in loads of time. Don't forget those two pro football games: August 25th, the Lions and the Patriots; September 11th, the Giants and the Steelers. Here at Jerry Park. Oh, there's a hard shot in the right center field. Long run by Philip Feincast. The throw to first. Way over the back. Oh, a great defensive play by Ronnie Brand. What a play by Ronnie Brand! Is blocking, covering up at first base. I'll recap it for you. Ready, Potack hit a vicious line drive to center field. Phillips started on a dead run with great speed. The runner Alley, has taken a long lead towards second base. Phillips fired the ball at first, went way over tight head, headed for the Pirate dugout, and Ronnie Brown. Just threw himself head first the ball and blocked it with his chest preventing it from going into the pirate dugout because that would have put the runner on second in scoring position a great defensive play by ronnie brand the crowd is still talking about it they know the importance of that play with the pirates leading by only one run the batter is jim bunning one out bunning lays down a bunt. foul on the first baseline sort of a pop flying try to get it on the fly but couldn't get to it fly gave it plenty of extra effort well that's the catcher's job in covering up at first but this was a wild throw by Phelps from the outfield so Alley remains on first base we've got one out that was a good belt by Patek. I didn't think Phillips could get to it. But Adolfo has great speed as we know. Here's a bunt. boy has it. The throw will be to first base. So the sacrifice has worked. Has worked out well for the Pirates. But they've got two outs and the runner on second. But look who's coming up. Matty Alou, a tough guy to get out. Matty Alou is perhaps one of the toughest outs in baseball. Matty's been out once. He grounded out in the first. He walked in the second and delivered a single in the fifth, later going to third and scoring on a sacrifice fly. Don Shaw is still warming up for the Expos. Tony Venson has called time. All right. Time's in again. Two out. Runner on second is Gene Alley. There with the sacrifice. The first pitch to Alou bounces away from Brand, but Ronnie's on it. Balked it well. Kept it in front of him all the time. And again, the crowd gives Ronnie Brand a fine hand. One ball and no strikes on Matty Alou. And this is a tough part of the Pirate Order. Checks this man at second base. The 1-0 delivery. It's hit right back to Reed. A great catch. He may have hurt himself. Alou is out of there. Line it right back to Howie Reed. He's walking off under his own steam very slowly. May have caught it on the thigh. Oh, a great play by Howie Reed. He gets a fine hand. The Pirates, no runs on one hit. No errors. One man left on. The score going to the bottom of the sixth. It's still 2-1 Pittsburgh. we we'll get back to the baseball scoreboard now. In that Atlanta game at Cincinnati, after four and a half innings, it's Atlanta six, Cincinnati one. The Reds batting in the bottom of the fifth. Necro against Merritt. San Francisco beat Los Angeles 14 to 13 this afternoon. Bryant over Brewer. Bonds and Berta homered for the Giants. St. Louis two, Philadelphia nothing after an inning and a half at St. Louis. Over in the American League, Detroit four, Washington one. Senators batting in the eighth. Frank Howard hit his 34th home run of the year for Washington in the sixth. Nobody on. Still no word on that Boston game at New York. Cleveland and Baltimore after five innings at Baltimore, Indians two, Orioles nothing. Steve Hargan pitching for the Indians, and Dave McNally is on the mound for Baltimore. The Chicago-Minnesota game is underway. White Sox won the Twins batting in the first inning at Minnesota. Joe Horland for the White Sox, Jim Cott pitching for the Twins. The first bat up for the Expos, a fellow who has a perfect night so far, Ty Klein, a double and a single. He had a double in the second and a single in the fourth. Fine swings and fouls the first pitch out of play along the third baseline. The paid attendance, we're way off by about 4,000, is 11,935. That's the paid attendance just announced here at Jerry Park. 0-1 on Ty Klein. Pirates have out-hit the Expo, seven to six. Klein foul tips this next pitch back, and Bunning is out in front. 0-2. 0-2 to Ty Klein. All kinds of groups here. The Dawson Boys Club from Verdun is here. Association Sportif Saint Mathieu from Montreal is here. Up fly, it may be foul out of play. It is, along the third base. I weigh it into the seats. And the count remains at 0 2. Canadian International Paper from Trois-Rivières, Quebec is here. Also, Domtar from Trois-Rivières. A group from Domtar here tonight. People from all over La Belle Province. At tonight's ball game. Bunning delivers the 0-2 pitch high and away for ball one. Outfield straight away inclined. Aloo in dead center. Stodgell left and Clemente in right. One and two to Callen Klein. and here's the next pitch. The changeup is high for ball two. Trying to be followed by Lavoy and Brain. Pirates, in case you've just joined us. Bottom half of the sixth inning. The two and two pitch is hit in the air down the left field line. That is out of play also. Into the seats. Still two and two. Pirates got their runs. A sacrifice fly scored Matty Alou in the second inning. They got their other run in the fifth inning. Sacrifice fly. That brought in the loop. That's how they got their first run. Their second run, rather. Second run came in on a uh, first run came in on the wall. Here's another single for Ty Klein in the right field. Wow, what a night for Ty Klein! A single to right field for Mr. Klein. A perfect night. And I have to say that Ty Klein has Jim Bunning's number tonight singles and a double, brings up Coco the boy, the pitch the Coco is low and away, so he got that straight, the first pirate run scored, when Taylor walked with the bases loaded, and the second run scored, on a sacrifice fly, Matty Lou getting that second run, Scored from third on the basis loaded walk in the second inning. Rusty Stop drove in the Expos' only run with a solid smash, a single to center field. That scored Bobby Wine from second base. One and the count on the boy. There is an attempted bunt which is foul, and the count is one and one. Coco to be followed by Ronnie Brand and Bobby Wine. Alou has moved over toward left center field so there's a big gap between Alou and Clemente the one and one delivery to Coco is butted foul and the count becomes one and two The Expos here at Jerry Park and a big series opener tomorrow night starting at 8.05. Oh, Tickets now on sale at all the TRS centers. The one and two delivery is low and away for Ball Two. Saturday's game will be an afternoon game starting at 4:15. It will be Plattsburgh Day as a large delegation is expected up from Plattsburgh. Sunday, a doubleheader. Two and two, Bunning taking his time. Gets his sign from Sangian, watches Klein at first base, delivers a two and two, pitch a change off He caught Coco swinging on a change up. Coco is all geared for Bunning's fastball, and he pulled the string. Here for Ronnie Brand as he steps in for his fine defensive play in the top half of the sixth inning in backing up a wild throw at first base, preventing a runner from moving into scoring position. One out, ran the batter. Ronnie hasn't had a hit tonight. He's 0 for 2. He struck out and flied out to right field. Takes the first pitch low for ball one. And to be followed by Bobby Wine. Wine takes a, a lead off first, not a long one. The one there goes Klein. This is foul to the right of it. Tie broke quickly for second base. Ronnie Brand. Two to one Pirates, bottom half, of the sixth inning. Pirates seven hits, the expos seven hits. the 1-1 pitch, there goes the runner Brand hits it as the hit and run was on Clines down a second, the throw is the first That advances Ty Clines to Cline, the second and brings up Bobby Wine Bobby bounced out to third baseman Rich chapter in the third and singled in the fifth, moved to second on a sacrifice and scored on a single by rusty stop They're going to. I'll just hold that. Sanguin is standing up. They're going to put uh, Bobby Wine on with first base open to get to Howie Reed. Well, Reed is not known as a hitter, but fans will remember against St. Louis, he plunked one into Jonesville. Reed. Now it's ball four. Reed has had three hits in 14 trips, including a home run. But now we're going to see a pinch hitter for Howie Reed. It hasn't he hasn't been announced yet. But uh, Kevin Collins is in the on-deck circle, and out comes Bill Burton. For a conference at the Hill with Jim Bunning, Don Shaw is warming up for the Expos and will come on to
1: pitch. Collins will
0: finish it for Reed. As Gene Mark figures, now is the time to and runs in. So Collins will pinch it. Kevin is hitting 162. His first trip to the plate is the next ball He got a double in a losing cause. And that was as a pinch hitter. Wines on second, winds on first. The first pitch to Collins has popped into the air. It's out of play, I believe, yes. And a one-handed catch by a fan down to our right. Fan sitting a couple of rows in front of Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra is down there with Rube Walker, one of the other Mets coaches, and Joe Pignatano. They're all sitting together, on one account, on Kev Collins. Two out, bottom of the sixth. The runner in scoring position is Ty Klein. The pitch is low and away for ball one. Klein led off with a single. LaBoy struck out. Brian grounded out with Klein moving down to second on the play, and wine was passed intentionally so they can get to Reid. But Collins is in here pinch hitting for Howie Reed. The one and one delivery, a change off hit down the line first. Kev Collins. A pitch to it off of Phillips' foul over the screen. Jim Bunning threw the gopher to Kev Collins. And Collins was looking for it. Bunning just floated it in there on the changeup. Collins just took a hitch, got set for it, and knocked it over the right field fence. Low and inside to of Phillips, one and one McCown. The crowd's still talking about it. You know, I even heard a few boos when they introduced Collins as a pinch hitter, as the second-guessers kind of thought that Howie Reed should have been left in there. Accidental fouls to the right of home plate into the seat. One and two. Do it all for Phillips. The Expos are leading this ball game four to two. Are the fans ever happy? A pinch hit home run. The first pinch hit home run by an X-Ball. The honor goes to Kev Collins. Driving in Frank Klein and Bobby Wine. The pitches inside to Phillips. The count is two and two. Lou Maroney warming up again. Ball gets away from him in the, into right field. Time is called. As the ball is retrieved. Two balls and two strikes. On Adolfo Phillips, Expos are leading the Pirates 4-2, to bottom half of the sixth inning. And I guess Yogi and Rube Walker and Joel Pignatano and Gil, Hodges. and Gil Hodges, too, and all the other Mets here, former teammates. This one's hit on the ground to Hebner. Richie has it, to throw throws the first, and Phillips is out of there. So are the Expos. But the crowd is happy. The Expos, three runs on two hits. No pilot errors, and nobody left on. After six completed into play, it's 4-2 for the X-Balls. Pete Rose hit a home run for the Cincinnati Reds in the bottom of the fifth. His tenth of the year, there's nobody on. It's Atlanta at six, Cincinnati two, and the Reds batting now in the sixth inning. Cardinals scored two more in the second inning. It's 4 nothing. Cardinals leading Philadelphia at St. Louis in the third. This afternoon, San Francisco beat Los Angeles 14-3. Let's look at the American League now. Washington has come up with two runs in the eighth. It's the Tigers four, the Senators three, the Senators batting in the bottom of the ninth in Washington, D.C leading Baltimore 2-0 after six and a half. And Minnesota scored six runs in the first inning. They lead Chicago six to one as they go to the second. John Pavletich hit a home run in the first for Chicago to put them on the scoreboard and then the twins came up with six runs in the first inning totals after six complete innings of play. Expos, four runs, eight hits and no errors. Pirates, two runs on seven hits and one error. So the Expos are in front four to two and I'll turn the mic over to Dave Van Horn. Okay, Russ, thank you very much. Great job pinch hitting there. (laughs) Carl Taylor, Willie Stargell, Roberto Paletti here in the seventh. Is one for two with a walk. Don Shaw delivers. Pitches down low. Ball one. Taylor applied to center in the first, walked in the second, doubled in the fifth down the right field line. Don Shaw now for the Expos. Left-hander deals. It's low. Ball two. Two and nothing. Don, of course, in need of some work. He's been working hard to get... Uh, That pitching feeling once again. He's just recently completed two weeks serving the Army in the States. Here's a strike on the inside corner, two and one. Shaw's making his 24th appearance. His 23rd in relief. Got a one and five record, two one. Swung on and missed. Strike two. Taylor took a vicious swing. field pretty much straight away. Stop is deep and right for Taylor. Dusty plays a deep right field. The 2-2 pitch. Swung on and a high bounder. LaBoy lost the ball in the lights. It went over his head out into left field. Taylor beats it out. Coco lost that ball. Took a high hop right up in the lights. And Coco couldn't see it. He just had to duck, put the glove up, and hope that maybe he came up with something, but he didn't. That's a base hit for Taylor. <laughs> was all right when it was on the ground but it took that high hop into the air and got right up in the lights which are the standard that is off to the right behind home plate and coco lost it blinded as he looked up into the lights to try to find that ball taylor's the runner at first willie stargell won for three Don brand out to the mound to talk to don shaw right now let's take 10 seconds for station identification this is the Expos baseball radio network this is the flagship station of the Montreal Expos. WEAV, AM and FM, Plattsburgh, New York. The Mighty 96.
2: This is the home of Expo Baseball in the Capital District. WHRL in
0: Albany, New York. Two. Don Shaw's on the mound. Pirates have got a runner at first base, Carl Taylor. Nobody out. Willie Stargell, the batter. Outfield deep and around to the right. Shaw getting the sign from Brand. Don Shaw, former New York Met. Gives the runner a look. The pitch. Curveball swung on. Hit hard. Right center. Going back Phillips. But this is out of here. It's a home run up against the wall beyond the five-foot fence around Jerry Park. And the ball game is tied up. Sargell with his second home run in as many nights up here in the seventh with a two-run homer for Willie, his 14th of the year. Stargell now for the year with 50 RBIs. Oh, it's a new one again. This time, 4-4. That was the ninth hit for the Pirates. Here's Roberto Clemente. He's one for two with a sacrifice. Got an infield hit in the first inning. Popped up to Hermoso in the third. Sacrifice fly to center in the fifth. Swing and a miss for a strike. in one to the right-hand hitter. Hebner on deck. Shaw ready. The pitch. Swung on and missed for strike two. 0-2 to Roberto Clemente. scored a run in the second got one more in the fifth the Expos scored a run in the bottom of the fifth and then came up with three in the sixth to take a 4-2 lead and then Stargell's home run tied it up low away to Clemente for a ball one ball two strikes well we've seen some home runs in this ballpark the last couple of nights Expos hit four last night themselves the 1-2 pitch is down low Count is even to Clemente. Two balls, two strikes. Don winds up. The 2-2. Low for ball three. Three and two to Clemente. game of the series. The Expos need this one to split the series with the Pirates. There's nobody out. The 3-2 pitch. Swung on and foul tipped at the plate. Howie Reed went six innings. Gave up two runs, seven hits. Struck out two, walked four. Runs are earned. Pitches low. So after getting out in front, he lost him. Don gives up a walk to Roberto Clemente, and the batter will be Rich Hebner. Richie Hebner is over for 2 with a walk. He's fouled out to the catcher Ron Brand. Fly out to left. Walked in the fifth. We're going to get activity in the Expos bullpen. Dick Raditz has gone down to warm up. And manager Gene Mock is out of the mound to talk to Don Shaw. He's joined by the catcher, Ron Brand. So they're discussing this situation. This time Don's going to pitch to Hebner. And Raditz, the right-hander, working in the bullpen. Came into this game with a 312 batting average. Dropped a point or two. Shaw looks at the runner, Clemente, the pitch. Taken high. Ball one. Infield looking for the bunt. The catcher, Manny San is on deck. There have been 17 hits in this ball game. Pirates with nine of them. Expos eight. And we're tied 4-4. Shaw at the belt. Looks at his runner. Here's the pitch. Hefner squares around. Tried to bunt it. Foul tipped it off to the right side. One ball, one strike. The Expos and the Pirates for the year have played 13 games. The Expos have won three of them this club has been tough against us. As a matter of fact, the Pirates hold more wins over the Expos than any other club. The 1-1. Low and outside. Ball two. Two and one. Of course, I should point out that we've played them now one more series than we've played the other clubs. the count on Hebner stretch here's the pitch it's bunted foul first base side strike two two and two now to Hebner well what will the Pirates have him doing now with two strikes on him we'll see if he bunts again or swings away there's nobody out around to the right for this left-hand hitter. The in- infield pulled over that way, too. We're set now for the 2-2 pitch as Shaw gives Clemente a look. Here it comes. It's low and outside. Ball three. Three and two to Hebner. So again, Hebner checks the third base coach, Alex Gramas. pause and the pitch. It's inside ball four. He lost him. So a couple of walks by Don Shaw following those two hits, one of which was a star gel two run homer, and the Pirates have got runners at first and second with nobody out. And the game tied four to four. And Nick Raditz, the right-hander, had just started to warm up. Fishing coach Kyle McClish has gone down to check with Raditz, and he'll want to know just as soon as Raditz is ready, undoubtedly and right-hand hitter, steps in. He's one for three. Punts the first pitch. Foul, third base side. All in one. Well, we got a sticky situation here in the seventh. Gene Alley is on deck. John looks at his lead runner, Clemente at second. Now the 0-1. It's bunted by Sanguin. Again foul, third base side. Sanguin's holding that bat in close to his body and standing back in the box. He's not really getting out there like a lot of the hitters will when they're trying to bunt. Keep that ball in play. Pull that bat back into him. And as we said, he stands back in the box anyway, and when he drops that left foot back... He's way right back there, and he's bunted the ball twice. Foul to the left, and it wasn't close. The stretch, the 0-2 pitch, swung on, ground ball left side, wind to second for one, back to first, double play. The Expos turn to double play. Flametti goes to third. four to three.
1: Two outs.
0: The batter, Gene Alley, he's two for three.
1: Gene Alley.
0: The right hand hitter got a hit in the second. Grounded out to LaBoy in the fourth. Got a base hit to center in the sixth. Delivers. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Don Shaw trying to get Alley now as the Pirates have the go-ahead run at third with two outs here in the seventh. Moroni, a left-hander warming up in the Pirates' bullpen. He's been up before. Here's the 0-1 to Alley, way outside. One ball, one strike. Alley's the sixth man to come to the plate for the Pirates here in the seventh. to Alley. Low and away. Ball two. Two and one. The Pirates have had runners on in every inning except the third and fourth. When Howie Reed, the Expos starter, retired the side in order. They've left eight men on base tonight. Here's the pitch to Alley. The two-one swung on ground. Grab- Bobby Wine has got it. The throw to first. That's all for the Pirates. hits so errors one left score at the end of six and a half expo's four pittsburgh four all right on the other town scoreboard in the american league washington leads detroit three to one in the bottom half of the nine frank howard hit his 34th of the year in the sixth inning for washington Boston at New was postponed by rain Cleveland leads baltimore two to nothing in the bottom half of the seventh inning Chicago, 6-3, to three, bottom of the second. Oakland is at Seattle, that game will be getting underway later on. In the National League, Atlanta at Cincinnati, it's 6-2 to two for the Braves, over the Reds, in the bottom of the sixth, Bill Negro, playing against Jim Merrick. St. Louis, two runs the first, two more in the second, played Philadelphia 4 to nothing. top half of the third inning. He Rose hit a home run for Cincinnati, his tenth of the year, in the fifth inning in that Cincinnati-Atlanta game. Giants beat the Dodgers, fourteen to thirteen, this afternoon. Well, the Expos are at bat in the bottom half of the seventh inning, leading off with Angel Hermoso. Angel is all for three. Running delivers. Angels squared around. It, but let it go low ball one one and nothing a 4-4 four, four ball game here in the bottom of the seventh money winds it up his pitch swung on ball hit well left field start all going back a few steps he's there and hermoso is out that'll bring rusty stop to the plate rusty is one for three he lined out the left in the first inning, flied the left in the fourth, got a base hit to right center in the fifth, and drove in a run. And on deck is Mac Jones. Money in big trouble in the sixth. Kevin Collins in a pinch hit, three run homer off him, and put the Expos out in but the Pirates came up with two on Stargell's home run in the seventh to tie it up. So Bunning has stayed in the ball game. He got new life from Willie Stargell's home run. The 1-0 to stop. Swung on, foul. way down to the left. One ball, one strike. the first inning, which Bunning logged a three-up, three-down inning. Next pitch to stop, a called strike. One and two to Rusty. The Expos had runners in every inning, but couldn't score on Bunning till the fifth, when they got one run on two hits. And then the sixth. Bunning looking down to San Guillen is ready. Here's the 1-2 to Rusty. Swung on. Ball hit high. Left field. Sargell drifting back. He's under it, and he's got it. Threw away. Jim Bunning making his 21st start of the year. He has only four complete games. A 3.62 ERA. Coming into tonight's game, he's won eight and lost six. He has survived this game so far, which is all here in the seventh, four apiece. Mac Jones with two outs, nobody on. Max one for three, left hand hitter. Let the first one go inside. Ball one. Curtis Sandgian is something to watch behind the plate. He sits right down on the ground when waiting for that pitch. Kicks one leg out from under him. Gets it out. Here's the pitch. High pop-up, right side. Taylor coming over, but he hasn't got a play. Back about four or five rows, box seats. One and one to Mack. and then drops down here's the pitch swung on line drive right to the first baseman Kyle taylor and that's it for mac and for the expos three up three down in the seventh nothing across after seven at jerry park expo's four pirates four fans have asked this question many times on the expo baseball radio broadcast have you got your expo yearbook well again if you haven't I remind you that the summer passing very quickly. Soon we'll be in August and then into September. So do it now. Send a dollar and a quarter to yearbook Jerry Park Montreal. Tell you what you'll get. You'll get a souvenir booklet that you'll want to keep for years and years to come. A colorful booklet. The centerfold picture of the Expos taken in spring training through a lot of the players in that centerfold picture are, are no longer... Uh, but this is probably more reason why you want to get your copy here's your yearbook to keep it as a souvenir for years and years to stay there i've got the picture of the original expos way back in the year 1969 when they broke into major league baseball bringing major league baseball to canada outside the united states so that's a dollar and a quarter to yearbook jerry park montreal well, the Pirates are coming to bat, top half of the eighth inning. The first man up for the Pirates is little Freddy Patek. Well, ready Freddy tonight is 0 for 3. He got on base on a field. In the second and scored a run. Bounce up in the fourth, flyed out to Phillips in the sixth. Don Shaw, the left-hander, delivers to Patek, and a strike called 0 and 1 on this little guy. The Pirates came into this with 11 and a half games behind Chicago. They're in fourth place in the Eastern Division. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Hey, I wonder how a little guy like that can swing that hard Well, we have seen him meet that ball a couple of times with a swing like that, haven't we, we Russ? Outside, He hit it right to the fence. Jones made a great catch on him. Oh, 0-2. Swing on him. Missed. He's out of there. Don Shaw with a strikeout. Batter will be the pitcher, Jim Bunning. Officially tonight, he's 0 for 1. He walked in the second, popped up to LaBoy in the fourth, sacrificed in the sixth. That's right. Lou on deck. Pitch to Bunning. Outside ball one. Eleven thousand nine hundred thirty-five fans here at Jerry Park tonight. We're expecting big crowds here for the weekend. A 1 nothing pitch swung on in a ground ball. The has got it, drops it, picks it. The throw is in time to get putting at first. Close play, but LeBoy recovered in time. Uh, well, here is Matty Alou. The fifth time he's walked into the batter's box tonight. He grounded out in the first in the second, got a base hit in the fifth and lined one to Howie Reed in the sixth. One for three. Lake's leading hitter. Takes one low, ball one. 4-4 ball game here in the eighth. Shaw deals inside. Ball two to Alou. Don Shaw charged with the responsibility now of holding this game, holding the Pirates right there where they are at four runs. And it'll be up the Expos to get some runs. The bid. Inside, ball three. Three and nothing to a loop. Pointed this out in the last inning. Don has not worked a great deal, having been in two weeks. 3 0 pitch. A strike. Alou was taking all the way. 3 and Here's Diane's pitch. Strike two called. A full count now to Matty Alou with two outs, nobody on base. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Fly ball. Center field. Phillips on the run. He's got it. Over in the right center. Adolfo came up with it. Aloo is out. And the side is retired in the eighth. Nothing across for the Pirates. The score at the end of seven and a half. Montreal all four. Pittsburgh four. Fans, we were mentioning earlier the number of groups here at Jerry Park. Well, we mention this in every baseball broadcast we do from Jerry Park because every night, every afternoon, you see groups from all over. Uh, the province of Quebec, many parts of Ontario, even fans coming in from Western Canada, and certainly, of course, from the northeastern United States. Tonight, all kinds of groups. We mentioned groups from Fortivier, Quebec, uh, from uh, from Verdun, which is, of course, uh, nearby in Quebec, and Dorval also. There are other groups from around the states, groups every night, actually, from Plattsburgh. A lot of the border people, some of the people down in Plattsburgh own season tickets. Well, my point is this. If you've got a group somewhere along the Expo network, enough and you'd like to come to Montreal to see the Expos in action at Jerry Park, contact Mr. Roger Savard, and I'll tell you why. He can look after all the details for you. He'll make sure that your group is seated together in a choice section of the ballpark, and he'll also make sure that your chartered boss gets good parking. For well, the Expos, bottom half of the eighth, Ty line. Ty Klein having quite a night. Ty is 3-3. Three, three. Left-hand hitter, Bunning delivered, swung on, line drive, left field, Sergio on the run, he can't get to it, this will go to the fence, Clyde is routed first, he's headed for second, he's in there, his second double of the night. Four for four, including two doubles and a run scored, what a night Ty Klein client is having. He has made mincemeat out of Jim Bunning's pitches. game tied at 4-4. Four, four. That's a big double. Ties in scoring position with nobody out. Now Coco, the boy, Ron Brand, and Bobby Wyatt will get a shot at driving him in. The boy is over three. Grounded out. Hocked up. Struck out. Coco's due. Here's Bunnings pitch. Swing up. That might have put the lid on Mr. Bunnings' night No burden out there talking to him Got action down in the Pirates' bullpen Lou Maroney had warmed up earlier Right now, right-hander Bob Moose is warming up We'll see whether they call Moose or not Yeah, they've called for it Well, that's it for Bunnings He went seven innings, has faced two men here in the eighth. He gave up five runs, ten hits, struck out three, walked two. All the runs are earned. Four extra base hits tonight for the Expo so far. Collins' bench hit home run. That hurt, Bunning. Klein's got two doubles. laboy has got a double, his first hit of the night. And Bunning will go to the showers. Steve, I got a letter from uh, one of our listeners on the Expo network, Uh, Mr. and Mrs. W.C. Ewing from Sherbrooke, Quebec. They say they're enjoying the baseball broadcast tremendously, but they put in here, we wish that you would find a better nickname than the monster for pitcher Dick Raddatz. According to Webster's Dictionary, monster is any huge animal or thing, anything monstrous, especially a person of unnatural ugliness, wickedness, or cruelty. We are sure that you can find a more appropriate nickname for Raditz. Well, Mr. and Mrs. Ewing, can tell you this. Dick Raddatz uh, takes all this in fun, and we did not give him the nickname the Monster. He's been called the Monster ever since he broke into baseball. As a matter of fact, you ask anybody in baseball, anywhere, to name the monster, and right away they'll say Dick Raditz. And the reason for this, of course, he is built like a monster. In the official baseball guide, published by the Sporting News, the Baseball Register, they have it right here Richard Raymond Raditz, and in brackets, the monster. And also in brackets, from his size. And that's why they call Dick Radis the monster, and he doesn't mind it at all, Mr. and Mrs. Ewing. We do thank you for your letter. We enjoy hearing from all our listeners along the Expo network. I'll tell you, when Dick Radis was winning 15, 16 games a year for the Boston Red Sox in 63 and 64, he loved that name. But we thank you very much for the letter. And we appreciate your concern. Reference to Dick as the monster, and I know that Dick appreciates it. Thank you for writing. Here's Ron Brand. Drowning his own for three. Struck out in the second. Flyed out to right in the fourth. Grounded out in the sixth. The boys in scoring position at second. He drove in Ty Klein. Put the Expos out in front 5 4 here in the bottom of the eighth. The pitch to Brand. Swung on, foul look out over to the back seats and just behind the Pirates dugout. They've called for some help down there. That ball went over there quickly, and it's all you can do to get out of the way, but we hope whoever got hurt did not get hurt seriously. I mean, that ball was off that bat quickly and over there just raised the top of the Pirates' dugout and into about the second row of the box seats. We're helping a gentleman out. He's going out under his own power, so he seems to be all right there. Next pitch to Ron Brand is low for a ball. One ball, one strike. Bob Moose, the Pirates pitcher is making his 25th appearance of the year. He's 6-2 on the season with a 4.49 ERA. Right-hander, Bob Moose. Ron Brand up there, Bobby Wine on deck. Nobody out. Here's the pitch, the 1-1. it popped up. First baseman Taylor collides with the pitcher. Moose and neither one of them get the ball. Foul ball for a strike. Boy, Moose did a flip. When he collided with Carl Taylor, but Bob Moose is okay. Moose was charging off the mound, Taylor down from first base. The ball was popped up in foul territory, just a short pop-up. They both came hard for the ball and collided, and it hit right at Taylor's feet. I don't believe either one got a glove on the ball. fans may be wondering on that play that Ty Klein made earlier, well we have just a moment Ty was at first base and on a throw from center field to first base, it was overthrown, that's the ball that Ron Brand made a great stop on, Klein threw his glove into the air as he went leaping for the ball, whether he did it intentionally or not, Pirates thought maybe the runner should have been given two bases, but if you throw your glove at the ball, it has to hit the ball it's illegal to throw any part of your equipment or a glove at a ball, but you have to hit the ball for it to be illegal All right, here's the one-two to Ron Brand. Swing and a miss, strike three. He got him. Ronnie goes down swinging. That's a strikeout for Bob Moose. And the batter will be Bobby Wine. Bobby is one for two with a walk, and he scored two runs. Responsible for the runner, LaBoy at second. Moose gives LaBoy a look. The pitch to Bobby. High and inside, ball one. Left-hander Joe Gibbon is working in the Pirates bullpen down the right field line. Right hander Dick Raditz working in the Expos' bullpen down the left field line. One out. The pitch. Wine checked his swing. It's down low. Ball two, two and nothing to Bobby. On deck is the pitcher, Don Shaw. Let's take a moment to look to the ninth and see who the Pirates send to the plate. Carl Taylor, Willie Stargell, and Roberto Clemente. Oh, I got the shivers already. Here's the 2 0. High and inside. Ball three. Three and nothing. That lineup's enough to scare Batman. <laughs> are leading 5-4 here in the 8. 3-0 oh now coming to Bobby Wine. Here it is. It's a strike call. Bobby was taking. 3-1. We've got a station break coming up down the line, so stand by, gentlemen. Here's the 3-1 pitch to Bobby. Swing on, a bounder over Moose's head, charging. Alley has it. Throw to first. In time, going to third, LeBoy. Wine is out, 4-3. to Alley to Taylor. Coco moved down to third base. Two outs. The batter will be the pitcher, Don Shaw. We'll take 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Expos Baseball Radio Network.
2: This is the home of Expo Baseball in the Capital District, WHRL in Albany, New York.
0: Bob Moose ready to deal with Don Shaw left hand hitting pitcher here comes Shaw swings and misses strike one Don is a hitter a fine pitcher. Don's 0 for 8. <laughs> fine way of putting it. He's 0 for 8. Now, he can hit that ball. We've watched Don a lot in batting practice. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Low and outside, ball 1. One ball, one strike. One thing, Dave, there's always got to be a first time. It may not come tonight, but there's got to be a first time. That's right. It could come on this next pitch. One ball, one strike to Don Shaw. Don Shaw. See if this is his first hit. Check swing. Strike called. One ball, two strikes. Moose got it right across the knees. Don didn't like the looks of it, thought it was a little too low, and he let it go. But Russ, deep down inside, I know he would have gotten a hit if he'd have gone after that. Here's the one-two pitch. This one hit the outside corner, called strike. That's all for Don and the Expos. Montreal with a big run on two hits. Doubles by Ty Klein and Coco Boy. No airs, one left. Well, here we go. Into the night. Expos five, Pirates four. And here's a reminder from the Expo Special Events Division that two professional football games will be played at Cherry Park this year. Three colorful NFL teams and one AFL squad will appear in Montreal. The first game will be played on August 25th, featuring the Detroit Lions of the National Football League and the Boston Patriots of the American Football League. The second game will be on September 11th between the New York Giants and the Pittsburgh Steelers, both members of the NFL. Tickets for both of these games are... available now at all TRS locations in Canada and the United States. Tickets are on sale now. What an exciting opportunity for all you football fans along the Expo network. Make your plans now. Get your tickets early for choice seat locations. Ticket prices are $6, $4 and $3. Be sure to see both of these preseason football games in Montreal featuring all the color and thrills of professional football. Well, here we go into the top half of the ninth inning. The Expos are leading, uh, rather, the Expos are leading by one run. Let's see what happens with Carl Taylor leading off. Taylor's two for three with a walk, doubled and singled. Right-hand hitter. First one's low and on outside, ball one. Then Stargell, then Clemente. Ball's about hit the Pirates, 10-9. Here's the pitch. Swung on, ground ball, left side. Wine backhands it up with it. Throw to first. That's all for Taylor. One away. Oh, hit hard. Bobby Wine did a good job. I think I'm going to leave for a while now, okay? You're going to leave me here, huh? Yeah. Thanks. You know the Guy two for four.
1: Well, he... Double,
0: and hit a two-run homer in the seventh. In between his hits, popped out and struck out. First pitch for Stargell is low, ball one. Left-hand hitter. Outfield around to the right. Infield playing him deep. Hermoso back on the grass. Klein all the way to the grass, protecting the line. The pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike one. One ball, one strike. the outside corner. Two and one. Shaw and Bunning involved in this decision right now. Down the left-hander with a 2-1 to Stargell. Strike two calls. Two balls, two strikes to Willie Stargell. That was a big pitch. The ninth is a big one for Don Shaw in a one-run ball game against these Pirates. Here comes the 2-2 to Stargell. Swung on as a base hit out into center field. Adolfo Phillips coming up with the ball. Stargell will hold it first base. That's the third hit given up by Don. So with one out, there is one on. Roberto Fometti will be the batter. He is one for two with a sacrifice and a walk. runner at first base for Stargell, Ron Davis, will run for Stargell at first base. Ron Davis. Flametti, Right hand hitter steps in. The infield a double play depth. Shaw gives Davis a look and steps off the rubber. back up there and ready to go. Here it comes. Outside. Ball one. One and nothing. Tonight he started the night hitting 3.36. He's improved that by a point or two. Klein holding the runner Davis at first. The 1 0 to Clemente. Way outside. Ball two. 2 0. After Clemente, left hand hitter Rich Hebner. Shaw stepped off the rubber on the back of the mound now, taking a deep breath. But remind reminder that Russell have all the scores on the other games on the baseball scoreboard right after the broadcast of tonight's game. Downs at the belt. Here's the pitch outside, ball three, three and to Roberto Clemente. Braddett's warming up easily in the bullpen. The pause, now the pitch. Way outside, ball four. Going down to second is Davis. The ball got away and went back to the backstop. Ron Brand picked it up quickly as Davis made the turn at second, but he'll hold up right there. So Clemente is on with a walk. Walk given up by Don Shaw, and now the Pirates have got runners at first and second with one out, and a left-hand hitter, Rich Hebner, coming to the plate. Hebner in the first inning fouled out to Ron Brand, flied to Mac Jones and left in the third, and then drew walks in the fifth and seventh. So he's all for 2 officially. Davis, the runner at second, Clemente at first. Expos leading 5 to 4. And hit by a star gel, by the way, even the teams in that department at 10 each. Don's first pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike one. Don looking down to Brand. at the belt the pitch cut on and popped up high into the air right side Hermoso back on the grass the second baseman is in he's under it and makes the catch throw away (laughs) excuse me the batter will be Manny Sanguian a right hand hitter he is one for four Sanguian got a hit to left in the second. Since then, he struck out, hit into a fielder's choice, and hit into a double play. Now the infield has moved back. Clemente is talking with the batter, Sanguian. And now Clemente goes back to first, and Gian comes back to the plate. The center fielder, Adolfo Phillips, was in, talking with Angel Hermoso is playing a few steps around the left center for this right-hand hitter, Manny Sanguian. Two away. Runners at first and second. Shaw delivers. It's down low. Ball one. fans making their way toward the exits, but they're not leaving. The one nothing pitch. Swung on and foul tip. Back behind the plate. One ball and one strike. You know, Russ, I can't imagine any ball club having as many one-run ninth innings, or tied ninth innings, as we've had. Fantastic for the 1-1 to Sam Swung on and it's right back to Shaw. He dropped the ball, picks it up, throws the first, it's inside, and he totals in one minute. Wow, well, what an exciting ball game here at Jerry Park tonight. A fantastic ball game from both sides, both teams showing good power, and then some excellent pitching by Don Shaw in the top half of the ninth inning, a real nervy ninth, but it came out all right for the Expos as they won the ball game by slamming the door on the pilots in the top half of the ninth inning. We had our Nervous moments here in the top of the ninth, but they died out uh, very quickly. I shouldn't say very quickly. It was right to the very end when Sandian lined that shot right back to Don Shaw. He juggled it, then dropped it, picked it up, and fired the first base. And the crowd here, over eleven thousand fans, went wild with joy at the final out as the Expos win it by the score of five to four. This is the type of action you'll see at Jerry Park this year. If you haven't seen the Expos in action at Jerry Park. Don't miss out on the excitement and fun. So the Expos win it with a fine relief job by Don Shaw, and Shaw making a great play to end the ball game. Here with the details, Dave Van Horn. Here's the line score on the ballgame. For the Expos, five runs, ten hits, no errors. They left seven. The Pirates, four runs, ten hits, one error, eleven men left. Home runs tonight. Now, well, the big one was a pinch hit home run by Kevin Collins in the sixth inning. A three run homer for the Expos. And the big hits, the game winning hits, Ty Cline doubled to lead off the eighth. Coco Boy followed him with a double to drive tie in with the winning run. Willie Stargell had a two-run homer for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Klein went four for four at the plate, including two doubles tonight, and scored two of the Expos' five runs.
1: Five-four, Expos over the Pirates split the series 2-2. More on the wrap-up in one minute.